if you force it and you keep looking for moments then you'll end up shooting what you think the wedding should look like rather than the actual moments those are unfolding in front of you these words are not mine these are the words of a very iconic legendary photographer joy bonsek i'm in this episode i'm trying to bring you a very good conversation with a photographer who don't chase light but chases happiness with a happy heart and a happy soul presenting you the conversation with uh, tahir hussein a celebrated wedding photographer from pune and uh, the director of director and founder of amor affairs according to tahir one doesn't have to be great to start but one has to start to be great hmm well this reflected across all the conversations i had with him presenting the in conversations with tahir who has taken the unusual career of photography and made it quite big especially in the wedding photography here is the quick snapshot of my conversation with him Tahir is a creative personality by default. His academics also was supporting that. Uh, he has earned his first art teacher degree from the School of Art uh, from Pune in 2009. And uh, later he also did an advanced diploma in animation filmmaking from uh, a college in Pune in 2010. But how Tahir has actually got into the business of photography what led him to into that after his academics or during the academics we will hear from him uh so it was way back in 2008 2009 okay when i was when i was learning animation and uh, designing that time uh, like my love for the creative field was from the beginning. okay i wanted to be in the creative field i didn't know where i will land up hmm. so photography came naturally it wasn't planned that i didn't plan to be a photographer i wanted to be an animator so i oh. was uh, i yeah, i was learning animation at a uh, animation school here out in pune okay so that i did learn all the skills possible photoshop and other designing softwares and all hmm. so after that thing was over then uh, i got a assignment i got a opportunity to work with just dial so okay. the company was just dial hmm. so i knew editing right Hmm. so we were thing for just dial where we had to complete some certain number of assignments every day okay so that's how uh, when i started i didn't have a proper camera as well hmm. so i just started a normal uh, point and shoot camera okay because my main work there was just to take a uh, few pictures and all edit it well and okay. upload it on the web okay so i think we had in 2009 or something okay So, so what, that's how we. What was the first how, camera that you been using? The point and shoot one. So I I think it was a, a Sony camera. It was a Sony point and shoot. A very okay. basic camera. Okay. Very, okay. Very basic. 
and uh, so we were doing photography like basic photography of their clients mm-hmm. and we went to the company okay so my company, so i was a vendor my company was we were on a vendorship basis like we were vendors for doing this okay in pune okay so that started and slowly and gradually i didn't have a proper equipment as well so as and when we started we were shooting like with point and shoot only okay. so i with my used to go and shoot because we were very fast and we could shoot 10 15 sites in a day as well okay hmm. then because... later on we they, they had a requirement of video as well okay. so they wanted photo and video hmm. so then i took of a friend and then i started doing <clears throat> video as well hmm. so when i doing video i did learn video again like while doing i did learn i did check out things online and i did try to improve my skills as well because hmm. when i was doing it was animation and film making so okay. i had this idea in uh, videography but i didn't ha- have hands on experience on it hmm. so when i got this opportunity i did make sure that we give the best to, to the client hmm. who we were working and again i didn't have a camera i didn't have a video camera okay so this uh, camcorder that normally you get small cassette and all that the borrow a uh, cam order from a friend and i did shoot uh, at least for a month after a month i could buy my own uh, camera okay with the money make in in that much time frame okay okay so started photography and i think uh, for two two and a half years we shot for them i think in a year we shot around then 1000 companies for them oh that's a, that's a quite a marathon actually 1000 yeah, companies so in we, one year and <laughs> as top vendors for Jazdile during that time okay. no one could i had few people working with us uh, doing the same thing with me so we were very fast because we were very young and uh, like that's why i would say that we were very fast to get things done and we used to work at least 14 to 15 hours in a day hmm. so morning we used to shoot evening we used to edit and next day we used to deliver as well okay but then after some time that thing stopped and Jazdile uh, like that thing over there what they were running hmm. about photography you just stopped hmm. all of the company only stopped it and they told their clients only to do it hmm. so we were not any more associated like we were uh, overnight we were said no now now we don't have to do anything you guys don't have to do anything okay they on our pockets okay so that then uh, they told that the, the clients only the people who have registered with them they will only shoot for them hmm so then uh, that time it was a very big hit to us because we had invested in equipments and we had like uh, given good enough time and all of a sudden something which is so dear to you is taken away yeah 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 it's so, been like uh, yeah sure hmm so, so for that one basically we were into quantity like hmm. main motive was we were into quantity and we we used to get paid on each assignment hmm so our aim was to complete the target Hmm. today if thing we need to complete this target so at least we can uh, live up to it like we can live up to the hmm. plan every year but then all of a sudden it stopped then around i think four to six months i didn't have anything to do we were like completely jobless we didn't know what to do and slowly and gradually while doing this i had already enrolled for a photography school there is no education like adversity Yeah, this applies to everyone. Even Tahir has first started his journey with a 
making a marathon of photographs for a company. But then everything stopped. There's a pause. He has two choices maybe. One, take a route which his parents and his family might pressurize him to take or follow his passion of photography. Let's hear out from him. What did he do at that pause? Okay. So, uh, so I had already, uh, like, after, like, simultaneously while shooting as well, I was already learning photography on a uh, professional level where I could improve, improvise my skills and make sure that I give better. That's how photography came to me. I was learning as well. I was shooting as well. And all of a sudden, this part of my life just stopped. So I, then I focused more on the learning part. So for four to six months, we didn't have any, any work at all. Okay. Like we were my team and my team that we had three to four people working with us. Okay. So we were completely jobless and we didn't have anything to do. Hmm. So then in four to six months, we did learn more and more and we tried to improve our skills and all. And then we had a database. Like we had shot so many clients earlier. So we had a good relation with uh, some of them who we shot for. They liked their photos and all. So then we started getting some inquiries from their end where they had some small requirements of photography. That's how things uh, went by and then we started moving more towards the quality part than quantity part. So then we decided that we shoot le uh, less but we shoot quality only. Very nice. Okay. When was it? Uh, Which year this, this happened? I think 2008 I started just dial, by 2010 it was done. Okay. And in 2000. Nine, I had enrolled for photography school. Okay. Where we, over, I think in 2011. Okay. Okay. 2012, that thing got over. Mm. So then in 2011, we formed this company, Immersive, mm. which is into wedding photography. So that time, during that time, this candid photography wasn't that uh, popular. Like people didn't know what candid photography is. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it was very new and it was very. Uh, uh, like people didn't know people photography for everyone was a very uh, like it wasn't a thing which they would look up to like any if you ask someone they'll tell you I'll become an engineer I'll become a doctor mm. you wouldn't get anyone who will say that I'll become a photographer <laughs> correct so yeah so they it wasn't looked up at uh, that level basically mm. my family also they were not happy that I'm being a photographer 100% you're absolutely so, right a very important role so in 2011, I shot over like I started as an interior photographer okay. because we had offices, so many uh, industries, so many uh, uh, stores. So my love towards photography started that time. But in photography as well, there were many segments. So mm -hmm. I supposed to be an interior photographer. Okay. So where for interior designers and architects. Mm. So I so during that time I used to approach interior designers, architects, and I used to shoot the sites. Okay. So slowly and slowly, yeah, I had good relations with everyone. Like we always made sure that we give more than enough what what they are expecting. Our main motto was not to earn money. We know that money will gradually come. If you give good work, then money will follow. But if you compromise on your quality, then people will compromise on your money as well. Hundred percent. There you go. Oh, that's right. Million dollar answer. Yes. Yeah. So slowly and steadily, we started. Uh, like I started shooting inter uh, interior photography. Uh, so I had good amount of clients that time. This segment also was new again during that time as well. Uh, interior photography was again a new thing. 
people were doing it but not all the interior designers and architects so were doing it not just the interior so also architecture the external facades and everything also yes yes okay yes, yes. okay okay that time uh, one of my clients he was getting married so he told me that you come and shoot my wedding okay but i told him i'm not good at uh, weddings and all i'm not good at capturing people <laughs> we are more into capturing spaces and capturing things okay people, it's a bit difficult because people are always moving and you don't know what will happen when yeah anything can happen yeah since there and it's not only two people there are many people yeah <laughs> yeah but you, you don't know whom to focus on apart from the hero yes. the leading actors there are so many yeah yeah so those guys said that uh, it's okay but you come and shoot my wedding i want you to shoot my wedding hmm. so that's how i shot my first wedding so okay i remember it was feb okay then i shot first first event okay where got uh, his wedding and after the wedding was over and all as i told you that i did animation and film making and all so i had a, like i was from the creative background i would say Mm. so my editing was good and i was good with photoshop as well mm. so i knew how to make things look good mm. so after editing and all the people were quite happy and it was new to them as well like where people are not only captured on the stage but people are captured while they are talking to friends uh, they're laughing with family and being with their loved ones and enjoying the moment basically mm. so that's how we started we started gradually we started very small but then uh, over the Uh, period of time we started improving our skills and technology wise as well we were well uh, upgraded with equipment as well so that's how we are still there from last 10 years i would say i'm shooting weddings we we have shot over 200 weddings and collectively we have shot more than 1000 weddings that's very interesting so from shooting objects to shooting structures now you're capturing the emotions and capturing yeah. treasuring the most beautiful moments of any human life i think that's a <laughs> very long way to uh, that you went to matches are made in heaven but the celebrations are done on the earth with relatives from that side and this side friends well wishes hundreds thousands of them and we are talking about indian weddings indian weddings are the most pompous loud and of course most emotional in and all this we are talking about photography a photographer who is running around capturing your emotion their emotion and of course the bride and bridegroom's emotions their expressions their happiness how tough it is so i was asking tahir is it the skill that makes a matter of difference or what was it his response was presence of mind that's more important than anything let's hear out more from him this photography was something which is so important in anyone's life like you can compromise on food you can compromise on clothes but if you don't have good pictures then uh, how you will remember your wedding how your generations to come will remember the, the how you celebrated your wedding yeah that's the so, most beautiful yeah. most ornated part of your life right phase of your yes. life <laughs> yes so yes yes he make sure that he capture those real moments in mm. such a way that the client remembers us throughout their life yes because this is a, a time capsule i would say mm. this will be this is a, like uh, i would say that the family the seven generations to come they will see it and they will cherish how their family got married and like young kids are always excited to see that 
how the marriage took place and how they got married and uh, what was it and what my mother was wearing and what my, what my father was wearing but if you don't have a good photographer then it's no point how your kids will cherish your special moments so basically uh, this wedding i wouldn't say uh, yeah so i wouldn't say that this wedding photography for everyone you have to be very patient you have to be very composed to make sure that you get the perfect shot you can't make things go according to your convenience convenience you have to follow your clients you have to make sure that you are patient enough during the wedding because everything is chaotic that time everyone is in uh, everyone is running around and there's so many things happening in a wedding but it's the wedding photographer who has to capture everything in such a way that the generations to come will remember that's how we come into picture like so choosing a right wedding photographer is very important because wow. in the end people will remember what like they won't remember what you uh, did you wear or what you had for the menu or how was the decor they'll just remember after looking at the pictures so if your pictures are not good then whatever you had done whatever you how you enjoyed and what you did people will forget tahir hussain and amur afes has still date has uh, captured more than 1000 weddings and so that's a very silly question but i asked him which is your most favorite wedding and which is the most favorite moment for him in all these weddings well that's a very tough question for him also because you cannot ask a mother that you know who's your favorite child and uh, a photographer he's like the guy who actually captures this and represent those emotions into a picture and each and every frame he takes for those marriages are quite dear for him <laughs> Like so every wedding has a has its own chemistry. I wouldn't say that this wedding was my favorite or that wedding or that couple is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Nothing as such. Every wedding has its own chemistry. The every couple has its own chemistry, their lo- own love story. Sure. And uh, so basically, na, you are always in a happy place. So in a wedding, everything is happy around you. Everyone is happy around you. You feel good. Like capturing mm. weddings, there there were times where we also cried with the bride. Mm. There was the bride. Wow. <laughs> so uh, very, uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to explain I wouldn't do justice uh hmm. explaining explaining about this thing. It's a very different thing being a part of a new family altogether and giving your time and uh, being there always to make sure that they capture that you capture it well. So basically they are not booking us to capture their memories. They are putting that trust in us that we make sure that that we ha- it's our duty to make sure that we capture whatever is needed and whatever they w- would like to cherish their entire life so mm. for us uh, we are equally tense as the bride father okay <laughs> so we are also <laughs> tense that we don't miss anything we don't miss a moment because if we miss it we can't repeat it like if i by chance if i miss the mangal so mangal sutra or yeah. the sindur part <laughs> or some vip coming in they won't do it again for me and Correct. i can't stop the wedding just for my shot correct it would be very wrong from my side there are no retakes yeah there are no retakes in wedding always when we are quoting we tell the clients that we are not charging you for photography we are <laughs> charging you for our creativity and presence of mind yes. because this is all presence of mind it's all presence of mind because every moment when it comes and when it goes you never come to know uh so, i reserve any ritual that you do guys that you guys do once you get in the ceremony to soak into the vibe soak into the come uh, the family around like how do so, you yeah, kind of really get into the vibe actually so before before the before the client books us and all na 
we normally have a questionnaire which we tell the clients to fill it so once they fill the questionnaire the bride will fill uh, the, a different questionnaire the groom will fill a different questionnaire and then they, they uh, that questionnaire has i think around 15 to 20 questions where they need to answer everything so this includes everything how they met where they met how many fam- members are there in their family how they started the wedding preparation is it a love marriage arranged marriage so that's how we get the entire idea of the flow like uh, what is close to them who is close to them like uh, is the bride close to her mom her dad or her mama or some chacha or something the same thing goes with the groom as well so once we have the entire story with us we normally take printouts and we normally go to weddings so everyone has a soft copy on their phone as well so okay. at least everyone knows that what has to be captured like okay. i would like to capture some mama who never met the bride for 10 years and he came all of a sudden uh, where the bride is also not sure who he is hmm. that's what what we are looking at so hmm. we don't guarantee that we capture each one sitting in the uh, like each one coming to the wedding that's okay. not what we do basically hmm. Hmm. so we just capture what is happening in the wedding like we are always around the bride and the groom so hmm. main motive is capture because see that guy is not getting married who just came for some and left it's not his wedding yeah i don't know if that guy matters to the family or no hmm. our main motive is to capture the bride and the groom hmm. because it's their special special day yeah like everyone has come for them so we make sure that we are always one photographer is always with the bride one photographer is always with the groom and okay. one photographer is roaming around making sure that if the family is meeting someone or some vip comes in or some guests are there so we make sure that some moments of that thing is ca- captured as well okay so for us the main moments i would say that the uh, couple the couple spending time with the family the uh, the like spending the last few minutes with the family then uh, the bidai time the bride spending like getting ready with the bride made the groom having a gala time with uh, the groomsmen and those things where they are enjoying their life they are being who they are rather than uh, posing to be someone else mm-hmm. so those moments we normally try to capture the real moments which they would like to cherish the entire life candid photography is a trend today however it was less approached and an offbeat when amor was started in back in 2012 amor and tahir both has actually taken the candid photography into next level by capturing various unusual uh, wedding moments which we never saw before in our wedding albums and they have taken it to the next next level now it is 2020 and uh, more than 10 years amur has been spreading a lot of happiness capturing a lot of good pictures for many many happy couples it's a creative artist journey how is uh, tahir coping up with this expectations and uh, journey all through what was his uh, regenerating ritual let's hear out from him yeah yeah so uh, th- this is a really nice question what you asked there are creative blogs after you keep on shooting on and on some sometimes you feel that what are you doing like you're doing the same thing again and again so this thing comes like this thing you can't stop it it's a human behavior which you can't stop hmm. so uh, basically now we take breaks as well we normally take we don't shoot back to back earlier hmm. when we started we used to shoot back to back that okay. that's how i told you know that when we started we used to shoot a lot of weddings as well hmm. like uh, in my initial years we used to shoot at least 
is of an entrepreneur very very young entrepreneur he started his journey at uh, 15 years starting his first firm at 15 years and uh, sky was a limit for him and he's been doing really really well and connecting with this young entrepreneur his name is alok i sorry amol i have uh, learned a lot from him so 
very soon i am hosting uh, and i'm making that web episode live till then please do share this episode this very interesting conversation with tahir and of course please do leave a review thank you signing off right a ghost